0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. So today I wanted to give some spiritual-based book recommendations because over the past few years, one of the greatest benefits to me, there have been very few things that have helped me as much, is the reading and study of spiritual literature. And it's often said that books you know, it's about experience more than study or practice or lived or books can only take you so far, which at the end of the journey becomes true, but they're extremely, extremely valuable and significant. And not only is it, if they're not taken in as just pure analytical knowledge, if they're taken as a door into the spirit, they're hugely beneficial. And just one of these books I'll recommend can change a whole life without doubt if just read through and connected with. Um, And also when you're connecting with these great spiritual texts, you're connecting with the energy of the authors, of the people who put that energy into that, of who wrote that, and they're becoming a part of you. And then they are with you. You carry them with you or they carry you with them. So I never underestimate the significance of reading as a path of getting into the soul. Um, In the eight limbs of yoga, self-study, study study of scripture, that's part of one of the limbs. Um, It is a very beneficial tool. So the first book I wanted to recommend is the Autobiography of a Yogi by Yogananda. George Harrison of the Beatles wrote, I keep stacks of Autobiography of a Yogi around the house and I give it out constantly to people. When people need re-grooving, I say read this, because it cuts to the heart of every religion. The Autobiography of a Yogi by Yogananda is one of, I would say, one of the highest books ever written. Um, It's basically is what it would be like if Jesus wrote a book. It was written by a great saint, great yogi, who was from India and who taught Kriya Yoga, a form of yoga in the United States. Yogananda was a very beautiful soul. He was involved um, in very high states of consciousness, of samadhi, super conscious states. Um, He has seen many miracles performed. He was very, very tuned in with with Christ, with the other planes of consciousness, with all of the universe, really, in essence. And um, it's a very large book. And in none of these am I going to give extreme book reviews or details. It's uh, If you feel called to get them, then I would follow that calling because as I said, each one of these can have a very substantial effect on one's life. The next book, The Bhagavad Gita, and the two versions I've read are by Swami Satchidananda and Swami Prabhupada. The Bhagavad Gita is the jewel of the Indian and Hindu spiritual literature. It comes out of a large epic called the Mahabharata and it's Krishna, who is God, fully incarnate in a body, speaking to Arjuna, his friend and devotee on a great battlefield, which you can get into more if you want. But basically Arjuna is very hesitant about this war doesn't want to fight and krishna proceeds to unravel the entire mystery of the universe to him from the imperishability of the soul to all the devotion the practices of bhakti yoga of surrendering to god the practices of working without attachment to the results to sing That oneself does not exist as a separate doer, as a separate entity. Um, Vast wisdom, vast insight. In the beginning, Krishna says the wise man does not limit either for the living or for the dead. He says the soul cannot be burned by fire, wet by water, or blown out by the wind. It's eternal, imperishable all pervading and existing everywhere and if that sounds interesting to you or a benefit uh it's a there's a lot a lot of great deep wisdom in this um in the bhagavad-gita it means the song of the lord bhagavad means god or the lord and gita is the song so if you're interested in reading and meditating on the song of the lord i would recommend getting a copy of the gita And I'll include the suggestions on the... There's very detailed commentaries and there's ones with small commentaries. It just depends what you're looking for. The next book is called the Ashtavakra Gita, The Heart of Awareness. This is a copy by Thomas Byron. And um, this book is very... I just read it on my way to India. This was a new one for me. And um, it is a path of wisdom. It's a path of seeing into your true nature, of letting go of appearances, of the belief in the reality of Maya, of this illusior, illusory world. It's, for example, I'll read you a small line, a couple of lines from this Gita. It says, pure of heart, he watches his own actions as if they were another's. How can praise or blame disturb him? With clear and steady insight, he sees this world as a mirage and he no longer wonders about it. How can he fear the approach of death? Pure of heart, he desires nothing, even in despair. He is content in the knowledge of the self. With whom may I compare him? With clear and steady insight, he knows that whatever he sees is by its very nature nothing. How can he prefer one thing to another? He's beyond all duality. Free from desire, he has driven from his mind all longing for the world. Come what may, joy or sorrow, nothing moves him. The true seeker, the wise man knows the self and plays the game of life. But the fool lives in the world like a beast of burden. The true seeker finds no elation even in that exalted state which Indra and all the gods unhappily long for. He understands the nature of things. His heart is not smudged by right or wrong, as the sky is not smudged by smoke. He's pure of heart. He knows the whole world's only the self. So who can stop him from doing as he wishes? Of the four kinds of being, from Brahma, the creator of the universe, to a blade of grass, Only the wise man is strong enough to give up desire and aversion. So it's, uh, that's a very powerful book. Deep insight there. Um, so that's just a little snippet from that book. The next two, which I'm going to give together, is both by Rumi, The Soul of Rumi and The Essential Rumi by Coleman Barks. There's few books I could say that if I was stranded on an island for the rest of my life, I would take one of these without doubt. Um, Rumi has vast spiritual insight, extreme discipline, great love, ecstasy, and devotion. If you're ready to dive into his poems in a true soul nature, they can help you substantially they're woven together wonderfully and beautifully and with great stories that have carried great significance great spiritual essence and power and where you'll have to even try and be like what is what is that getting at and um one of the most fantastic beings i've ever came across i would highly recommend rumi's poetry the essential rumi or the soul of rumi by coleman barks And the last book I wanted to recommend is called The Aquarian Teacher. And it's actually the Kundalini Yoga Level 1 Instructor Textbook. But you can find copies of it. And um, it's extraordinary. I was so impressed by reading it. Um, Even for somebody that doesn't practice physical yoga, I would highly recommend it. Because it takes, there's so many different chapters on it that take you through all of just the different spiritual practices of the world, like, there's so many chapters in it that just take you through everything. If somebody had no knowledge of their inner nature, of their spirituality, and they read this book, they would come out with fantastic, fantastic information. The varieties of yoga, brief history of yoga, spirituality, Eastern philosophy, what spiritual teachers are about awakening the consciousness through sound and mantra the power of sound pranayama working with the breath the power of working with the breath um there's a chapter on deep relaxation on the mind and meditation on sadhana the importance of having a spiritual practice there's practices in here um There's, it talks about the 10 bodies, your, your physical body all the way through your subtle energetic bodies. There's a chapter on the chakra system and how all of the chakras and energy systems work inside of you. There's a chapter on yogic diet, yogic, life, yogic lifestyle, spiritual development. The history of, um, yoga of union of the different paths of union with god there's so much in this text that is so powerful it's almost a shame that it's only used for teacher training people uh, for the most part because i think it's just a great fantastic book all around um it's a textbook so it's big and i'm close to finishing it but i haven't so these books i I all come with my highest recommendation. Um, There's not one I would say to pick first or prefer. If someone had a question about which recommendation I would have for them, feel free to reach out to me and I can tell you maybe what, what I would think for where you're at, but you can't go wrong with any of them. Um, Very powerful, very powerful literature. And again, I just emphasize how much study of holy books, of spiritual literature, of texts like this have um, changed my consciousness and my understanding of the universe. And if you're going to do spiritual practice, um, it helps a ton to have some philosophy behind it because then you know what you're working at, what you're working towards, how and why you're doing it. Um, So there's a big difference between meditating to attract something positive or to have a little better day or feel less stressed or meditating to liberate yourself from the cycle of birth and death and get enlightened for the good of all beings. It's huge, substantial difference. So through study of these different texts, like you connect with these energies and it transforms who you are. And if you are able to open to them and come across something like this, then it, maybe it's a time where you're open to that. And maybe it's something that you, um that you'll find to be a benefit. So thank you so much for checking out this video and we'll be back soon.